77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. So I get by with a little help from my friends. So I looked down at the phone. I love this song. This is a great song. And uh, Rudy Giuliani's been calling for like an hour. <laughs> so Rudy was already on at 7.45 this morning. He was great. But clearly, my buddy Rudy puts the phone in his back pocket. And he's sitting in the car, yeah. probably on the way to the church to meet me and Bo Deedle and thousands of others for Joe Esposito's funeral. He's either sitting or boarding on the phone. And um, he's been calling. He's, he's calling right now. Yeah, no, it's been ringing for a while. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you call, why don't you call him and tell him? Because uh, I, I keep picking up, and I go, hello, hello, hello. And the hello. phone's by his ass, so he can't hear you. There, yeah. Pick it up anyway. Okay. Because I got to Larry Trump here, but I just want to hear if Rudy picks up. Or... Rudy, stop calling. Hey, Rudy. <laughs> hey, Rudy. Hello. 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 <laughs> You're talking to his ass. All right. Hello. Uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Historic night for our friend Donald Trump in Iowa. No one's ever done it. You know, it's funny. I was, I'm like, maybe I'll watch the caucus and the football game, the Eagles and the Buccaneers, kind of back and forth. But they called the caucus at 8:23. He had already won 51 percent, and I don't know about uh, you folks, but I could not be happier. His daughter-in-law is my favorite Trump of all, Lara. She's on this show all the time, and she's here right now. So congratulations, Lara Trump. Well, thank you. Uh, and I guess the reason I couldn't get through when I was calling in is because Rudy's been butt-dialing you all morning. So thanks, <laughs> thanks to Rudy for that as well. I was like, do I have the right number? Now I know I do, and that was the problem. Um, yeah. I, I mean, what a night. Honestly, you know, for anyone, Sid, who had any question at all, about whether Donald Trump has the ability, has the popularity still, is still the guy. You got your answer in less than 30 minutes last night. And and like you, I actually didn't get to go to Iowa because my kids were off of school yesterday for MLK Day. And so as many parents uh, probably had to do as well, we had to kind of roll the dice and say, all right, who's going to go? Who's going to stay? I stayed with the kids. Eric was out in Iowa. And I said, oh, well, I'll kind of settle in and watch it. And it was so quick. Eric was still at his caucus location when they called the whole thing. Yeah. But it showed you, I think, the message that Iowans wanted to send is very much the same as the rest of America, which is we get to step up now and 2024 is our year. And here is who we want. Here's our guy. This is the one we want back in the White House. Man, it could not have been louder or more clear last night. And you really love your father-in-law. That's part of the reason why uh, you and I became so close. And whether you're talking about him or your own career, you're just a very genuine person. There's no phony with you, Lara. And it's been a very difficult three years, dating back to the day that he lost to Joe Biden. Of course, he believes, as many others do, that uh, that election was rigged. Hard to argue that. And then, you know, all these ridiculous indictments and uh, the civil trials I mean, your poor father-in-law goes from court to his next state uh, every week. It's just an unbelievable schedule, but he's been able to do it. So after what you guys have been through as a family, as a family the last three years, regardless of what happens the rest of the way, last night had to be quite rewarding, yes? Oh, well, are you kidding? Of course. And, 
you know, not just the past three years, but to remember back to where we started in 2016. I mean, you have to think back to the first time any of us set foot in Iowa and truly said we really didn't have any idea what the heck we were doing there. I mean, I remember Eric and I went to a caucus location and we were like, wait a minute, what is a caucus? What are we doing here? We really didn't know. We were so green and we've learned so much. Um, but yeah, to to really see the abuse that my father-in-law has taken over the past three years. And honestly, the abuse our entire country has taken. It was incredibly rewarding and validating last night to see the way the people of Iowa stepped up for Donald Trump. And I think what it says is people want their country back. What it says is that people understand a person who can deliver their country back to them. There is one person who is running for president of the United States on both sides of the aisle who has done the job of president and has done it successfully, and it's Donald Trump. People want him back. They want the prosperity. They want the safety and security. They want the peace. They want the strength of America back, and that is what you saw last night. So for all of us in the family, but I think for the rest of America, it was a very, very validating moment last night. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. And also uh, a message to Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of Nikki personally. I'm really not. In fact, at this point, she's an annoyance for me. Uh, I don't dislike Ron as much as Nikki, but Ron has never really run a competitive race. I mean, say what you want about your father-in-law. You and I had these discussions early on. Maybe he should be nicer but the tact that he used Donald Trump was brilliant because he beat DeSantis to death before he had a chance to even win this thing. And you have to win the primary before you can beat a guy like Joe Biden. So everything your father-in-law did leading up to this has been uh, perfect, just like he did in 16 and uh, mostly in uh, 2020 as well. But I'd like to see both of them at this point just kind of give it up. They have no chance, no chance. There is no path to victory. It would be nice, Lara, if all these candidates just rallied around Donald Trump, America rallied around Donald Trump, and uh, make these, uh, you know, this next six or seven months about getting him the win, don't you think? Well, absolutely. And actually, you heard as the first thing out of my father-in-law's mouth last night, you know, in his victory speech was about coming together. And he said, Let, now it's time to come together. Now it is time to unite. And I think his words really are powerful and meaningful, and people need to listen to what he said, because I think that is exactly right. And it's what you're saying, Sid. The truth is, you said it. DeSantis has never had a path to victory. And we know now, after last night, there is no path to victory for him. Nikki Haley, much the same. Vivek obviously got out last night and endorsed my father-in-law. This is the time now where we need to come together as a party and as a country and rally support behind Donald Trump. The truth is we don't get another shot at this thing. I believe if we get it wrong this year, if for some reason we do not win in 2024 as a party, if Donald Trump is not president of the United States, I truly do not believe, and this is not hyperbole in any manner, 
that the, the America we've always known will cease to exist. I don't really know what we get on the other side of it, because three years with Joe Biden in the White House has been so detrimental, not just to this country, but to the world. So I think you're right. I think now is the time everyone needs to rally support behind the man, the guy, the one, Donald Trump. Let's go hard against Joe Biden and these Democrats. And quite frankly, said at this point, I don't even know how the heck they can run Joe Biden. I truly don't believe he will be their nominee come November 5th. But whoever it might be, we've got to put all of our power behind Donald Trump to beat these people because we're not going to have a country left if we don't do that. Could not agree more. And uh, it does sound like an exaggeration, very dramatic. But you're right. We are not going to have a country. Now, you mentioned something that's a great fear of mine, and that is that Joe Biden will not be there November 5th. And uh, the rumors are heavy now because Michelle Obama came out on a podcast last week. And uh, somebody said to me, I think it was Judge Janine, boy, that was early. And the rumors are is that two weeks ago, Barack Obama had lunch with Biden at the White House. And he said, Joe, you're done. We are not going to back you. You can't win. And uh, instead, the ticket looks like Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom. I'm going to be honest. I love, love your father-in-law almost as much as you do, and I want him to win. But a Michelle Obama-Gavin Newsom ticket scares the hell out of me. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not ideal in any way. Look, Michelle Obama has a very high likability rating whenever you look at her across both sides of the aisle. Um, she's, she's a very popular figure. But I, I think at this point, our job, whoever it might be, whether it's Joe Biden whether it's Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom, whoever they might try to run on the left, is to remind people what you got with Donald Trump. Michelle Obama is an unknown when it comes to politics. She's never actually held a formal position in politics ever. Right, but, but, but the good unlike, news is, but the good news is, her husband did hold the position, and, uh, and it as, was a disaster. Correct, I, I, and I'm glad you said that because everybody loves him. He's eloquent. He's sweet. Those eight years were a complete disaster. Terrorist attacks all over the world. ISIS was gaining strength with JV. Attacks here in the United States. The most sluggish growing economy in the history of the country. BLM, Lara, was born under Barack Obama. The unifier, I'm a black man. It was born under him. Ferguson, Missouri, Baltimore, Maryland. It was eight years of disaster. So if she does run, we can put her husband's issues on her. Well, that's exactly right. And I think, like I said before, that we know what you get with Donald Trump. And while some people may not like his tweets, his personality specifically, I think people now understand that you can't vote based on that. People can only be tricked for so long. You can only pull the wool over people's eyes for so long. And for whatever you want to say about the 2020 election, 81 million people so inspired by Joe Biden campaigning out of his basement. They came out in historic <laughs> ways to vote him in. Okay. Right. What happened on the other side of that is that people can't unsee the disaster. They can't now look at things the same way because it really opened their eyes as to how dangerous that sort of thing is. So, look, we may not have Joe Biden to run against, but whoever it might be, I can tell you the Trump team is prepared. We have a man who has done the job and done it successfully. We need him back in office, and I can guarantee you every member of our family will be out there working as hard as possible to make sure that happens. Do you plan on going to New Hampshire, or is Eric going to go there too? Yeah, no, no. I will be in New Hampshire. No no holidays for these kids. <laughs> They're back in school, thank goodness. We've got everything <sighs> under control here. So, yeah, I'm planning to be in New Hampshire next week, so I'll see everybody there.
You know, we um, I got a phone call right before you, Lara, from a friend of mine in Israel. And you know how much I've, I've covered this and how deeply hurt I've been, uh, all of us, by the way, since October the 7th. And I've never been to Israel. I'm embarrassed to say it as a proud Jewish man. But we are going. I'm going to take this show to Israel and do four shows between January 29th and two weeks and February 1st, live from Jerusalem. And I'm really looking forward to it. Now, I'm nervous, of course, because I'm going to see all those places where those atrocities happened, and I'm a pretty sensitive guy, but excited to go and be there. And when I think about what your father-in-law did for that country, I'm not a one-issue voter, so it's not as easy as, hey, Trump was great to Israel. I look at the whole resume. Trump was great to this country. And there were no world wars, which we're about to face maybe if uh, China and Taiwan get going. So for me, he did a lot more than just Israel. But if I was a one-issue voter, and it was just about Israel, man, did your father-in-law do great things by that country. And that is so important now because, as you know, Lara Biden, he plays on both teams. He tells Israel he loves them, but he funds Iran. He plays on both teams. That's unacceptable. Well, it's unacceptable and it's dangerous. And you see, you know, like you said, it kind of feels like we're on the verge of World War III. The irony, by the way, the fact that everybody said Donald Trump would get us into World War III, and it was quite the opposite. You had the Abraham Accords, peace agreements that were historic, signed in the Middle East while Donald Trump was president of the United States. Two meetings with Kim Jong-un of North Korea to possibly denuclearize the Korean Peninsula. That's what you got with Donald Trump. But, yes, to have someone in the White House right now, like Joe Biden, who, by the way, allowed Iran to build up the money to then fund Hamas to give them the ability to go in and, as you said, commit those atrocities in Israel to cause this entire situation. And then I heard that he hung up on Netanyahu just last week. This is who we have in the White House. This guy Joe Biden is just about the worst, not only for this country, but for the rest of the world in terms of a president of the United States you could ever have. We have to make a change. We know the person who can do it. It's Donald J. Trump. So on the way out, um, you know, your father-in-law was in courts, two different courts last week. This is going to be an annoying and ongoing conversation, and I apologize before I even ask it, Lara, but it's uh, obligatory. So he's going to go to court, then he's going to go to a state, then he's going to go to court, then he's going to go to a state and campaign, and he's going to do this for the better part of the next eight or nine months, and he's going to win, which is great, but the period leading up to that is going to be grueling in court one day and campaigning in a state in the other. How does the rest of the family, how do you guys help him with something like this, or is it basically, I got it? Well, he's pretty much like I got it. You know, you know him like I do. Said this is yeah. this is a very unique individual. In fact, last week he held a rally in Iowa. I'm sorry, it was a town hall in Iowa, and then he flew straight to New York. Was on like three and a half hours of sleep to then appear in court the very next morning. And he he did the same thing last night. He flew directly from Iowa back to New York. I think they got in at like four o'clock in the morning, but. If anyone can do this, it is Donald Trump. And the way we help him as a family is we're there for whatever he needs. I will be, like I said, in New Hampshire next week. Eric is on the campaign trail. Don't forget, we have other stuff going on. We have two kids. We both have uh, uh, other jobs and other things that we do, other titles we need to hold. But um, I think we're he knows we're there for him in whatever way is necessary. I think what they didn't bank on 
whenever they put all this this together and they said, let's just throw the book at Donald Trump. Let's weaponize the DOJ against this guy. He can't handle this. He'll drop out. (laughs) They didn't expect the guy that he is. He can handle it. He will go harder than anyone else has ever gone. And believe me, he will be standing on the other end as the Republican nominee, and I believe as the 47th president. That is a perfect way to end this conversation. Absolutely great, Lara, and uh, beautiful family. And I, I always say this along with Donald, you're my favorite. What a great spokesperson. And uh, look, I, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for him, the whole family. I'm happy for America. We got off to a good start last night. Still a ways to go, but I think, like you said, we're well on our way to a primary win, an easy primary win, and hopefully 45 and 47. Lara Trump, you're the best. Thank you so much. Let's go do it. I'm here the whole way. I I appreciate it. Thanks, Ed. You got it. Lara Trump right there. Always an honor to have her on. She is a wonderful lady. Just wonderful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.